Welcome to the You Belong podcast put on by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Brayden Benvenuti. Let's get real. Welcome to the You Belong podcast. Like I said, my name is Brayden Benvenuti, and today on this episode, we have Pastor Ryan with us. Yes, sir. Excited to be here, brother. So glad to have you on the podcast. So this is the first episode. Let's go. Number uh, one. I'm excited uh, because we're going to be able to talk a lot about talk a lot about different things. I like um, talking over, about a lot of different things <laughs> over the course of the next few months and yeah. however long we do this for. But it's very cool. For this first episode, um, just real quick, I know you. I mean, we've known each other for a while, but people listening, yeah, man, they don't know who you are. So maybe give us a little intro to who Pastor Ryan is. An intro to who Pastor Ryan is. Well, I mean, uh, obviously, I'm a pastor here at Faith Church, mm-hmm. uh, getting ready to be the campus pastor at our Shoals campus, and uh, excited about that. But I've been in the youth ministry, young adult world, probably almost 16 years. Uh, from, That's a long time. Yeah, long time. Uh, but probably around 18, man, I received a call uh, just to surrender my life to ministry, and from that day, just had a passion to see young people give their heart and life to Jesus. Cause I was, you know, I was a teenager when that, that, uh, transformation happened in my life. It didn't just change me, but it changed my, my entire household. Um, and so man, just being involved in church and serving people, just, I fell in love with, with, with really what God had called me to do. Uh, I've been at faith church for nine years now going on nine years. That's wow. A long time. Yeah. That's nine a long years. time too. And, Hey, there were some people that said I'm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even last nine, nine weeks, nine months. Proved them wrong. Po- proved them wrong. Yep, for sure. But, but yeah, man, I, um, that's that's me, dude. Anything that uh, I can do to encourage somebody, build somebody up, man, I just really try to operate and stay in that lane. And what better world than really in a teenage and young adult world for that? So, anything else about me you need to know? Uh, the glue that holds me, my family, everybody together is mm-hmm. the Righteous Fox, Boom. Heather Mauser, and uh, we have three beautiful babies, uh, Dalton, Sophia, and Addie. And, well, they're not uh, babies anymore. They're not babies anymore. No, they have smart mouths, and <laughs> but uh, they're our world, and uh, and so man, just just have such a blessed life, and so thankful, man, for everything God's given me for real. Love hearing your so. backstory and. Um, lots of people probably do know who you are because you get to host on Sundays at oh. Faith Church so many times. I know, but, but in the shadow of the Ron, the Ronnie Pogue, <laughs> the Ron. my hosting's not not too impressive. Hey, if but. you don't know Ronnie Pogue, uh, you, your life is not as Bro, good. As he it better be, be on this. You know he better be on this. That's a great you belong idea. podcast at some point. He will be. He'll yeah. be a great guest. Hey, man, we met. When did we meet? Like twenty eighteen. <clears throat> Yeah, it's probably been four years. 2017, years, 2017 like or that. 2018. Um, so it's been, yeah, four, almost going on five years. Um, you were beautiful then, too. <laughs> Come on. I mean, earrings and chains. Hey, and it was I all there. You glue up a little bit, too. You, you, you have. Yeah, you glue up some. For hey, sure. and you, I mean, you have as well, because I've seen pictures of you, like, back in the day, like, before I was around. Wow. And, it, it, I mean, it wasn't great. It but, wasn't great. But now the gray yeah. hair. Come on. 
is cool. It's probably my barber, D. Crenshaw. But that man can cut the hair. He can. He it can, looks like he, he got, got a fresh fade. fade. Yeah, it's a couple of days ago. Couple I knew the podcast was coming up. <laughs> I got a host on Sunday. Probably being in front of people, you know, there's just that. I don't know. A stipulation. You mm-hmm. just want to present yourself well. Yeah, so. for sure. Anyways. So that's Pastor Ryan. I know him. Now you guys get to know him. Uh, let's talk about uh, young adult ministry. Let's do, do it. That? Boom. Right. So, man, I uh, 20. 2018, I think. So mm-hmm. I, I had been coming to Faith Church for a year. Didn't even know it. You were here incognito. Yeah, like sat in the back. You yeah. know, you know who you are who's sitting in the back. Yeah, dad gum. I was that person. Um, but didn't even know you're here. Yeah, we lost a whole year. It's not my fault. It's probably mine. Yeah. Sorry. Um, oh well. Anyways, um, you know, got involved uh, through your young adult ministry. Yeah. Whenever you were leading that. And uh, once a month services, and um, I had never gone. I think it was on Wednesday night mm. uh, during that that stint a couple years ago. And so I was like, I'm gonna go check this out. And did you come to mer- merge in, on Mobile Street. No, did not come to that. It was Boo. merge in the main room. Merge in the main room. I remember that too. Yeah, you and a people, you know the main room. That's it's right. uh, downtown. But I came and checked it out, and it was a great service. Got to meet cool. a lot of people and connected with just a lot of young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of where I got plugged in after that because I just love the atmosphere of lots of people my age, you know, with the same goal, worshiping yeah. the Lord, you know, being under the word. And then obviously the leader of the young adult ministry was you at that time and you were just really cool. And Thank so you, obviously bro. I love yeah. being around you and the people you brought around you as well. So <clears throat> maybe speak on, um, let the people know, yeah, like what, uh, you know, you kind of learned in young adult ministry, like mm-hmm. what, what are young adults, um, what are they like, what are they struggling with, and what were you able to kind of help with them? Like, why was it so successful, and why were you able to bring in young adults, you know, into that community? For sure. Well, I mean, I'll just be honest. The, the reason that I think our service was successful um, was because we were just trying to meet people where they were, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I think a stipulation in church is, well, I got to get, I got to get fixed or I got to get cleaned up before mm-hmm. I can get in any type of environment where people that love Jesus or people that are going after God in worship, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's just this idea that was kind of when we came up with that tag phrase, you belong and merge, that was it. Like, it doesn't matter what you did. It, mm-hmm. and, and you could be at a place in your life where two weeks ago or two nights ago, you blew it big time. You mm-hmm. made a mistake. You crossed the line. You never. You said you never would cross, or mm-hmm. you were out doing something. I mean, everybody understands that as young adults, sometimes we get some freedom when we go to college. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the idea was this. It doesn't matter what you've done, and it doesn't even matter what you're bringing into this room tonight. Like, in the kingdom of God, there's room for you. Mm-hmm. In the kingdom of God, you belong. And it doesn't – your sexual orientation – uh, it, that none of that matters mm-hmm. to God. When He has your heart, He has you. Mm-hmm. So that was just where I felt like we got success. Obviously, man, you can't do anything in the church world, or I don't even want to say church world, yeah. in the kingdom of God mm-hmm. without the the, um, the anointing and, and the favor of God on yeah. it. And so it was just really amazing just to kind of our heartbeat, that tag, you belong, and then merge the idea of like you may be coming from Madison and I'm coming from – Decatur, Alabama, mm-hmm. and other people are coming from, you know, Lawrenceburg, Pulaski, wherever it is. But, like, our lives and our stories, they merge together, and mm-hmm. it's all 
written in this beautiful canvas, mm -hmm. you know, that God set in motion. And so just to see all that happen uh, was, was truly uh, an experience I'll never forget. It. Probably some of my most favorite times in ministry, yeah. uh, which also was some of the most tiring times because we were, we were portable young adults, portable mm -hmm. youth, and then we had our youth ministry here. Yeah. But uh, it just was such a great time. And then, yeah, obviously, man, God bringing different personalities and people to the table. I love that what you said that because a lot of times people that are serving, maybe they're setting up pub tables or mm -hmm. somebody's setting up, you know, I'm plugging a, a cord into a light or, or whatever. But you even made the statement just to see the team working yeah. together, how that made an impact on you. Like mm -hmm. everybody matters. Yeah. If the goal is not you, not your name, not your personality, but mm -hmm. everybody matters when it's about each other and it's about the kingdom of God. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was, it was some cool stuff for real. Yeah. Man, you're bringing back memories. I know, man. I'm getting fired up right now. We so ought to go good. back to the main. Room. <laughs> hey, maybe. Come on. We, the goal is to go where the people are. I done said this, so we'll put it on video Do and it. audio. When you preach your first message <laughs> downtown. For a young adult service, yeah. you're gonna have some fire shoes because oh, I'm bringing man. them to you. So, do we hear this, people? Let's go. Do Write it this? down. You pick them out. I'm, I'm sending them your way. Oh my goodness. So, uh, well, I have a lot of shoes, but I could always use more. Man. So, I welcome that gift. I don't think that has anything to do with where you're trying to go, but. Mm -mm. Um, so, man, that yeah, like I said, it brings back lots of memories of just mm -hmm. a great, great ministry getting involved. Uh, whenever I was going to UNA, uh, and I got involved, I think I was 19. Um, maybe 20, but man, I remember just being lost. It was, uh, kind of lost and like, I had just had a breakup. Um, mm. we've all been through breakups. They're tough. tough. Um, and so I, you know, I went to go check out that service, but just during that time, you know, I was just heartbroken looking for some, uh, just mm. some community, some encouragement. Um, and that's what I found. Yeah. And I think, you know, whenever there's encouragement from, people around you, mm -hmm. you know, that you can tell is real is kind of what helps keep you there. You know, that's kind of the glue of the community is if you can tell people are really there for each other, um, that's what's going to keep people around. And that's what's going to bring more people no in because they're going to notice that um, and they're going to want to be a part of that as mm -hmm. well. Um, because I know that during college years and even like after college years, uh, like you're just, those are the years you're trying to figure out who you are, you know, what you want to do. You might try something out, not like it, and now you got to restart. You know, That's it's right. just a troubling time of like failure and restarting. Um, and what better way to do all that is with people that can help and support you. Yeah. Um, and so, man, what like, you know, talking about this, I got involved, had mm. a great time. But some people might be like, I'm cool alone. I don't need a community. I don't need to go to church. You know, I have a few friends. We hang out and stuff. But so maybe uh, speak on why. Uh, why is it important for young adults to, one, get plugged into a church, mm. and two, get plugged into the young adult ministry Absolutely. of the church? Yeah, so, I mean, for me, we could sit here and we could talk about hypotheticals, mm -hmm. you know, So, but I always go back to my personal story is going to speak louder than, you know, somebody else's story. And I can just tell you when I was a young adult and I was in, I was in Bible college. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're in Bible college. You're supposed to be perfect. Yeah, doing, for real. Reading the Bible all the time. And, you know, go to Bible college. Yeah. And all like, you do is read the Bible. Obviously you've not been to Bible college. <laughs> no. Uh, but just a season, man, where, you know, I was, I was a, a youth pastor and I was making every mistake mm. in the book. 
but I was trying to be faithful at it. And I was yeah. trying to, you know, if I crossed the line or if I did something, God, please forgive me. God, I, I could do better. I could study better. I could pray harder. But I, I, I got in this season as a young adult where I did not have accountability, mm. where uh, when I first lived uh, at the college campus, man, I was in a dorm. And then I decided, you know what, I need to move a little closer to my church, which is actually closer to a city where there was some civilization. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, you think I'm kidding, but, like, literally the Bible college I went to was 20 minutes from a red light. So that's tough. Little, isolation for sure. But anyhow, um, yeah, so I moved, had some roommates, and I thought, man, this is great. It was the second semester of my sophomore year. and uh, But, man, they, they went off back home because they kind of could commute from where we were and i just hit this season of like no community Mm. Uh, i hit this season of i can do whatever i want get away with whatever i want say whatever i want and it felt like i was not playing into the hands of the holy spirit it felt like i was doing the exact thing that the enemy wanted me to do Mm -hmm. i was i was being hurtful to the relationships that i had uh man I, it's hard to even you know even talk about it, but staying up late, not sleeping good, not taking care of myself, yeah. and just got to this place of isolation. And what I what I found was um, the attack became even more uh, deadly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I heard um, you know Pastor Judah Smith say one time that a shark never attacks a school of fish, but mm-hmm. if a, if a shark sees or senses like a fish in the ocean by itself, that's when he goes, that's when he goes to attack. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's so accurate. But in the world of young adults, because that's what we're talking about, we think, well, I'm, I'm in college and I'm on this campus and it might be a community, a community campus, you know, or it might be, I'm at a university, but I'm, I'm out here in this world. I can just figure it out. Mm -hmm. But what you got to figure out is we need each other um, all the way all the time and community happens best when people are real and vulnerable and so I just have always tried to be real and vulnerable with students and some yeah. some pastors in my life have said well you're too you're too honest about mm. your past you're too yeah. honest and I'm like yeah okay I get it but as long as me being vulnerable is to try to you know uh tra- put you on a different trajectory you mm-hmm. know to try to encourage you <clears throat> and try to build you up don't make the mistakes I made don't put yourself in the situation so uh, you know, you asked kind of two two part question. Yeah. Why is community important? Community is important because God set it in motion. Yeah, community is important because the Trinity is a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New Testament church, you know that that was part of um, what God set in motion was for the different people in the church to love the people in the community. So mm-hmm. I, that's important. Um, and the Bible says that don't forsake gathering together. Yeah. I think sometimes we allow our minds to go, my gathering together is singing three songs mm-hmm. and someone preaching. No, your gathering together is me coming to you saying, Braden, man, I used to struggle. I had isolation. Yeah. I, I dealt with some stuff. What about you? I think that's the community. That's mm-hmm. the fellowship that God's pushing us to. But then the second part of your question is, why do young adults need to be involved in yeah. it? Well, I, that, that, could, that could open up a whole page of things, but I would say this. The people that I went to high school with, I don't have a whole lot to do with anymore, but the people that I was serving in church with or that was in my life as a young adult, now that, those people are still a part of my life, Mm. you know? So community doesn't just set you for what is now, but it'll set you up for what is later, and especially a community of believers. Yeah, that's so good. Man, I'm on the same page. I'd talk to 
pretty much zero people from you know in my high school yeah. that had nothing to do with my spiritual life yeah um but there's still people that i might not talk to them but they still have that lasting impact mm -hmm. like on my life with me just looking back at memories and just the way i live was because other people for sure poured into me mm -hmm. um so man i love that community is important uh i was able to find just godly friendships godly wisdom from you from other leaders in the church because i got involved and the young adult ministry because mm -hmm. some people might come uh, on a Sunday morning and be intimidated by, you know, the big, big church, church yeah. big room, uh, you know, big, big service and all that. But if there's something more intimate and smaller mm -hmm. and people your own age, yeah, that's not as intimidating. And you'll be able to maybe create those connections yeah. uh, that you feel like you can't if it's on in a big room. Yeah, no doubt. And that matters. You know, let me say this, too, about community. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse here, yeah, but you're good. You know, for me, like, as a, as a believer, like, what the Lord is doing in our life and, and the, the joy that we live our lives, right? Mm. The Bible talks about it should be an overflow out of our life. Well, Paul tells us in the New Testament that the Word of God should bring hope and encouragement. Mm -hmm. I mean, it should bring hope and encouragement, which means that the people of God, whether you're a young adult, a teenager, or an adult, and you've been in church for years, it means that the people of God, the overflow, the natural expression of our life should be that I bring hope to your life and mm -hmm. I encourage you. Yeah. And I think I think that especially in a college setting, mm -hmm. if you can find a place where there are 10, 12, 30, 50, 60 people that are bringing hope and encouragement as a follower of Jesus, someone maybe that desires that and shoot, maybe somebody don't even care about following God. Yeah. But somebody's like, "Man, I don't even know why I'm drawn to this ministry and why I'm drawn to these people." Well, that's mm -hmm. why. Yeah. Cuz it's an overflow of your life that that's what the people of God should be doing, mm -hmm. a community. You should be able to find a community that people are bringing hope. Doesn't matter what you've done, God still loves you. Mm -hmm. he, he has a plan for your life, and, and we need to get on that plan. And yeah. we need to quit making excuses of why we're not on it, and we need to get on what God is telling us to do because the hope is one day he's going to come back and get his church. Yeah. That's, that's where the hope's at. That's the mystery, mm -hmm. right? But the encouragement side is because the Spirit of God encourages me, because the Word of God encourages me, the least I can do is encourage you. Yeah. So that's so good. Come on, man. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not writing this stuff <laughs> down, go. I don't know what you're doing. Let's go. <laughs> don't know what you're doing. Uh, Pastor Ryan is full of wisdom. Um, and I think it's shown by the gray hair. I mean, that's just that Bible does say the that. Bible says crown that. of wisdom. It does. Um, so man, I love this conversation. We're talking about young adults and I'm still a young adult. So mm -hmm. kind of talking about what I got to do too, because right. you know I'm leading this thing, but I'm also one of them, um, so I'm gleaning from what you're saying yeah. as well. Uh, but what uh, another question yeah. um, that I have for you that hopefully is helpful for a lot of people is just what can um, young adults what should they do to not waste their their late teen years, their mm. 18, 19, and then their 20s? You know, so we're talking about it's important to get plugged into the church important to have that community, specifically the young adult community, you know, people that are like-minded, yeah. same age, but um, what is something else, maybe doesn't have to be super specific, but maybe generally or what, but what is, what's one thing that, man, young adults should do to not waste their years as a young adult? I think, um, yeah, again, I think all these questions, you know, we could spend a lot of time talking about. But for sure, if if you were to say, "Hey, give me give me one thing that you could tell a young adult that's in a in a crossroads in their life," or tell me, 
tell me something that if I sit down and have coffee with you may be a, a UNA football player who wants mm-hmm. to go play professional football, but maybe their career is getting ready to end. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think where I would um, – probably where I would land, obviously, with that is, uh, man, just, you know, consider what's, what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. But, but most importantly, uh, I would, I would kind of get to this point, man, where it's like, you know, is the investment that you're making – currently uh is it is it worth you know your future and i and the the best example i have is obviously from the old testament Mm -hmm. where we you know we tell the story that's about abraham isaac and jacob yeah but the story was actually that uh esau sold his birthright as the older son Mm. for a bowl of soup so i would the the statement that i would bring into this conversation is uh, are you choosing an appetite and missing a birthright? Mm. So what I would mean by that is, are you are you playing football? Are you playing relationship? Are you going after a temporary satisfaction, mm-hmm. whether it be alcohol, drugs, relationships, gambling, whatever, yeah. whatever you might be struggling with? Mm-hmm. You know, are you choosing what you want over what God has set in motion for you? You mm. know, because yeah. we're all sons and we're all daughters and yeah. we all belong. And he has a plan for our life. And mm-hmm. nothing that you or I or anybody listening to this or watching this has ever done, uh, nothing you've ever done or anything that's ever been done to you can get you off what God's plan is. And mm-hmm. you have a birthright. Yeah, You have a birthright. So all you have to do is, we've already talked about, find community, mm-hmm. find some people that bring some encouragement in your life, but chase that down. Yeah, Because, man, I, I mean, I've been in that season where I'm, I just want the temporal. I just mm-hmm. want to do the thing that's easy. I just want to do the thing that everybody else tells me that I should do. And that's choosing an appetite. Yeah. But I'm looking at it and going, yeah, but when you choose that, that thing that God has set you on, that talent, that gift, that expression of mm-hmm. love that he's extended to you, when you find that, then you find true joy. You find true happiness. So if I'm looking at a young adult right now that's saying, man, I just feel like I'm wasting time. Mm-hmm. I look at you and go, are you, are you eating what you want? Are you choosing an appetite? Yeah. Or are you leaning into what God has for you? Come you on. Know? And, and that's a tough question. That's it the is. hardest question, not just as a follower of God, but mm-hmm. even a leader in church. Yeah. You know, Am I doing mm-hmm. what somebody's telling me I should do or am I doing what I feel like God has called me to do? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a... That's a hard question to answer. It is a very hard question. Yeah. But that's so good. And, and the thing about appetites is is they come back. Like, you, you'll fulfill it because that's what you want. Appetite will come right back. My appetite Sometimes. for Krispy Kreme donuts, <laughs> it comes all the time, for especially real. when that red light comes on. <laughs> Man, you eat one donut, and then the appetite's still there, and yep. you want another. But mm-hmm. then you get full in a few hours, the appetite's going to be back. That's the thing is it's temporary, yep. and you got to keep going back. And it's something that'll keep leaving you empty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I love those words that you're speaking to us because during the young adult years, you know, while you're fi- figuring out your life, that's what you got to figure out that's is it. do you want to choose the appetite or do you want to choose what is going to last? Because what's going to last will set you up for a successful future. Mm-hmm. And choosing the appetite, you're just going to be in a cycle for the rest of your life. I mean, t- you take the story, there's tons of stories, but take mm-hmm. the story of the lady at the well, you know. She's, she's coming to the well at a time where everybody else is not there. So she's isolated. Yeah. She doesn't have community. Mm-hmm. And Jesus knows she's going to be there. Yeah. And, and the conversation is a lot like what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Jesus looks at her and he's like, you're choosing all these temporary things. Yeah. You know, you don't just have one man. You've got five. Mm-hmm. You, you're, not, you're not just 
you know, uh, running from what is set in motion for you, yeah. you're, you're hiding from it. And mm-hmm. so he, that's what God's going to do. You get up in an environment in the main room or wherever our worship night's yeah. at, the Spirit of God's going to convict you, and mm-hmm. he's drawing you because he has a plan for everybody, yeah. right? But the conversation is, Jesus says, you can keep drinking from this well if you want to, but mm-hmm. the well that I offer, the water that I offer will bring life, yeah. and you'll never thirst again. Come mm-hmm. on, I'm all in on that kind of yeah, life. Yeah, definitely, so, for sure. Yep. Man, I still remember, like, sometimes I look back, what if I worked harder? What You know, could have played college basketball, could have done that, could have, who knows what the future is. And I, I look back, I'm like, honestly, that was probably an appetite of, like, wanting the fame, wanting the success of, you know, being a, a great basketball player, everybody knowing who you are yeah. and the money that comes with that. But, man, if I'm really thinking about it, that's not what would have lasted. That's not God's plan f- for my life, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't take the route that God laid before me. And and so I'm, I'm glad that I didn't choose a lot of appetites. Now, th- there was times where I did choose that, you know, those appetites that set it's me easy. back. And because that's just, yeah, it's what's comfortable. It's what's easy to do. Um, but I think in the long run, there was important decisions that I made that weren't the appetite and mm-hmm. that were, you know, the spiritual what lasts longer and, and chose God. And so I'm thankful that, that that happened, but I'm able to now see the fruit of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I get to lead a ministry now and provide that for other people who might, might be confused in life and not know what to do. But I now get to create the atmosphere of the encouragement, of the hope, mm-hmm. and get more people involved because that's what happened to me. And so now I want to be able to give it to to other people absolutely and what what greater reward you know i sure playing in the nba would be awesome you know because you darn right you damn damn <laughs> right it would be but it'd be awesome because you'd be on tv yeah. and you know all these professional people and all you know all these famous people but at at the end of the day i mean think about it you know with the stress of life and the stress of covid and and everything that's going on in our world we get to be agents that secretly get to, you know, have a gym full of a bunch of other guys trying to figure out their lives. Mm-hmm. And because graciously God, through the work of the Holy Spirit, we were in the right place at the right time. We opened our heart to the truth. God is now using us, man, to to encourage other people to to follow after him. And, you know, I, I'll say this for every, all the listeners. Yeah. You still are pretty dadgum good at basketball, <laughs> <laughs> right? But, you know, you um, – you know, you get to use that for, for something so much greater. Mm-hmm. If you can meet me on a basketball court, if you can meet me at 306 Barbecue and we can yeah. eat some wings together, then, bro, listen, I'm giving you full access to tell me about your Jesus, mm-hmm. you know. And that that's what it's all about. Yeah, that There's crowns going to be for us in heaven. Yeah. And, and, and here's the deal. I'm not saying every basketball player and every famous musician and whatever, whatever mm-hmm. that's, you know, actors, actresses, but – uh, for us, man, nobody can take that from us. Yeah. You know, as we serve God, uh, if you begin right now as a young adult serving the Lord, serving people, mm-hmm. giving of yourself, that's a reward that no one can take from you. And the best part is the Word of God promises us, and we either believe it or we don't, but the Word tells us that we're going to live forever. We're not mm-hmm. going to die. Yeah. Come on, I'm all over <laughs> Let's that. Let's go. Dude, the game's going to end. Yeah. The, the, um, the, someone's going to be prettier than you at some point. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to have a greater invention than you at some point. But in the kingdom of God, we all get to live. So, yeah. Boom. There it is, man. All, the end goal, on that. All end goal is Jesus. Man, we're talking about all this, the community, the church. All that is about Jesus, though. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, I feel like, think it's fluff and, like, what's the point of doing all that? But the point, the reason behind everything we do 
is a relationship with Jesus. And man, for those that that maybe don't have that relationship, that's the goal is to be able to to show people what that looks like and and offer that to them. And Mm -hmm. hopefully that one day they find that, you know, because Jesus is is always searching for you. He's never going to give up. Uh, and so the only thing we got to do is just stop and accept that. Mm. <laughs> like, and because uh, some people, you know, I found Jesus. Well, Jesus found you as well. That's it. Um, and so, you know, I don't, I don't know, man, when it, where it was, when it was, uh, how old I was. Mm-hmm. But there's just this moment, man, where I was studying just the characteristics of, of God. And this reality hit me like as a worshiper, right? You know, mm-hmm. I've heard someone say that. We lie the most when we sing songs to God, mm. you know, like when we tell God, you know, you can have my whole heart, yeah. but then we're holding on to other things as if he doesn't know that or mm-hmm. see that, right? Yeah. So, but I just had this moment like where I, I learned the reality and the truth that the only thing and the only love that we could ever come in contact with, the only thing that would ever continue to pursue us when we're not pursuing it mm-hmm. is the love of God. Yeah. And is, is, you know, he'll leave the 99 and come for you. You know, the mm-hmm. one, like, you know, he's pursuing you. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's a matter of time before uh, he gets your attention mm-hmm. or you relent. You know, you give up, you throw in the white flag and say, God, I'm, I'm all yours, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's why I love God. That's why I love serving Jesus. That's, I mean, I'm not definitely not the greatest definitely not the most i don't have the most followers on instagram i'm not out here for for none of that yeah but to be able to say you know man i I was able to make an investment in your life Mm -hmm. in his life and her life and people sometimes want me to come to their weddings or be in their weddings or whatever that's what makes it worth it to me is like it is it's about it's about jesus Mm -hmm. and he was pursuing you maybe even when i didn't but he was still coming after you and i'm able to be an agent in that so yeah that's, that's cool. so good. That's that's, good that's what it's about. We get to do, we get to be the agent, you know, for Jesus, for mm-hmm. people to find them. Man, such a good conversation. Love what everything you have to say. Yeah, bro. Um, that's all the time we got for today. But, man, I appreciate your time. I know the listeners appreciate your yeah. time, Pastor Ryan, because awesome. of just how great you are and everything you get to, you get to say. Appreciate um, it, But, man, listeners, thank you so much for mm-hmm. uh, tuning in yep. to the You Belong podcast. Uh, this has been the first episode. And we're out. See you next time.